there and welcome to Revitalize, the Everyday Audio Bible with me, your host, Lily Lincoln. Today we'll be reading from Genesis 16, Psalm 16 and Matthew 16. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, there is no God like you. There's no name and no creator and nothing greater than being loved and known by you. Father, I thank you for today. Father, I thank you for your immeasurable faithfulness and greatness, your mercy and your love towards us. Holy Spirit, as you continue to work in me and undo the things that I've allowed the enemy to do, would you also work in the lives and the hearts of those listening? Would you have your perfect way? Would you strengthen me? Would you challenge me? Would you reveal your true nature to me through your word? And as I read your word, would you strengthen the hearts, encourage, exhort, illuminate, support and help all those who are willing to listen? You said those who have ears, let him hear. Let them hear. Father, you've commissioned us to open the eyes of the blind, set prisoners and captives free, that the lame would walk, the dead would rise and that the blind would see again. Have your way in me today as I read your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Genesis 16. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had not borne him any children, and she had an Egyptian maid whose name was Hagar. So Sarai said to Abram, See here, the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. I am asking you to go into the bed of my maid so that she may bear you a child. Perhaps I will obtain children by her. And Abram listened to her. And did as she said. After Abram had lived in the land of Canaan ten years, Abram's wife Sarai took Hagar the Egyptian maid and gave her to her husband Abraham, Abram to be his secondary wife. He went into the bed of Hagar and she conceived. And when she realised that she had conceived, she looked with contempt on her mistress regarding Sarai's insignificant because of her infertility. Then Sarai said to Abram, May the responsibility for the wrong done to me by the arrogant behaviour of Hagar be upon you. I gave my maid into your arms, and when she realised that she had conceived, I was despised and looked on with disrespect. May the Lord judge who has done right between you and me. But Abram said to Sarai, Look, your maid is entirely in your hands and subject to your authority. Do as you please with her. So Sarai treated her harshly and humiliated her. And Hagar fled from her, but the angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness, on the road to Egypt, by way of Shur. And he said to her, Hagar, Sarai's maid, where did you come from and where are you going? And she said, I am running away from my mistress, Sarai. The angel of the Lord said to her, Go back to your mistress and submit humbly to her authority. Then the angel of the Lord said to her, I will greatly multiply your descendants, so that they will be too many to count. The angel of the Lord continued, Behold, you are with child, and you will bear a son, and you shall name him Ishmael. God hears, because the Lord has heard and paid attention to your persecution, your suffering. He...
He, Ishmael, will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against every man, continually fighting, and every man's hand against him, and he will dwell in defiance of all his brothers. Then she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her, You are God who sees. For she said, Have I not even here in the wilderness remained alive after seeing him who sees me with understanding and compassion? Therefore the well was called Beer Lahai Roy, well of the living one who sees me. It is between Kadesh and Bered. So Hagar gave birth to Abraham's son, and Abraham named his son, to whom Hagar gave birth, Ishmael. God hears. Abraham was 86 years old when Hagar gave birth to Ishmael. Psalm 16. The Lord, the psalmist's portion in life and deliverer in death. A miktam of David probably intended to record memorable thoughts. Keep and protect me, O God, for in you I have placed my trust and found refuge. I said to the Lord, You are my Lord, and I have no good beside you. And as for the saints, godly people who are in the land, they are the majestic and the noble and the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. The sorrows, pain and suffering of those who have chosen another god will be multiplied because of their idolatry. I will not pour out their drink offerings of blood, nor will I take their names upon my lips. The Lord is the portion of my inheritance, my cup, he is all I need. You support my lot. The boundary lines of the land have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, my heritage is beautiful to me, and I will bless the Lord who has counseled me. Indeed, my heart, mind instructs me in the night. I have set the Lord continually before me, because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad, and my glory, my innermost self, rejoices. My body, too, will dwell confidently in safety. For you will not abandon me to Sheol, the netherworld, the place of the dead, nor will you allow your Holy One to undergo decay. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Matthew 16 Now the Pharisees and Sadducees came up and testing Jesus to get something to use against him. They asked him to show them a sign from heaven which would support his divine authority. But he replied to them, When it is evening, you say, it will be fair weather for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be stormy today for the sky is red and has a threatening look. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but cannot interpret the signs of the times. An evil and morally unfaithful generation craves a miraculous sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. Then he left them and went away. When the disciples reached the other side of the sea, they realized that they had forgotten to bring bread. Jesus said to them, watch out and be on your guard against the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They began to discuss this among themselves, saying, he said that because we did not bring bread. But Jesus said, aware of this, you men of little faith, why are you discussing among yourselves that you have no bread? 
Do you still not understand or remember the five loaves for the five thousand? And how many baskets you picked up? Or the seven loaves for the four thousand? And how many large baskets you picked up? How is it that you fall? You fail to understand that I was not talking to you about bread, but beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Then they understood that he did not tell them to beware of the leaven of bread, but of the false teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Now when Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they answered, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others Jeremiah, or just one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed Son of the living God. Then Jesus answered him, Blessed, happy, spiritually secure, and favoured by God are you, Simon, son of Jonah, because flesh and blood, mortal man, did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades, that's death, will not overpower it by preventing the resurrection of the Christ. I will give you the keys and authority of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind, forbid, declare to be improper and unlawful on earth, will have already been bound in heaven. And whatever you loose, permit, declare lawful on earth, will have already been loosed in heaven. Then he gave the disciples strict orders, tell no one that he was the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. From that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples clearly that he must go to Jerusalem and endure many things at the hands of the elders and the chief priests and scribes, the Sanhedrin, the Jewish high court, and be killed and be raised from death to life on the third day. Peter took him aside to speak to him privately and began to reprimand him, saying, May God forbid it, this will never happen to you. But Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you are not setting your mind on things of God, but on things of man. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wishes to follow me as my disciple, he must deny himself, set aside selfish interests and take up his cross, expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come and follow me, believing in me, conforming to my example in living and if need be, suffering or perhaps dying because of faith in me. For whoever wishes to save his life in this world will eventually lose it through death. But whoever loses his life in this world for my sake will find it, that is, life with me for all eternity. For what would it profit a man if he gains the whole world, wealth, fame, success, but forfeits his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in the glory and majesty of his Father with his angels, and then he will repay each one in accordance with what he has done. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, there are some of those standing here who will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, your your word and your work never ceases to amaze me. And as we've read today, what happens when we do not trust in you? Sarah, Sarai, before she became Sarah, was so worried that 
she would never be able to give her husband a son and she stepped out of your will to do what her heart desired and I ask you father that we would not step out of your will to do what our heart desires but we would indeed rely on you so that you can fulfill our heart's desires because your word says that if we delight in you you would give us the desires of our hearts and I extend this grace now to anybody hoping to conceive or hoping to marry or remarry for the Lord will fulfill the desire and satisfy the desire of all living things do not step out of God's will or time let the Lord fulfill the desires and um, needs in your life Father I also thank you that in times of desperation you have established us you have made us secure you have allowed our lines to fall in pleasant places our inheritance is good because of you but you've also warned us to beware of false teaching father may i never be counted in the assembly of false teachers may i live according according to my calling and be worthy of this election Father, you are my only God and my only friend. And I ask you through the power of the Holy Spirit, you'd help me to exercise wisdom and um, godly authority. And apart from just reading your word, help me to live your word out. And as people listen to this, may their lives be transformed. May their hearts be renewed. May they be drawn to you through your everlasting love and your everlasting word. There is nothing that's too hard for you. And though I face challenges at innumerable points in the day, you have not failed me yet. And I thank you, Father, for this platform, for this opportunity, that those who have ears will surely, Father, without doubt, and certainly hear in Jesus' name. Amen. Now I'm going to hand you over to Naya, who will lead you in a prayer of salvation. Please listen to each line and repeat um, after her. Thank you, Naya. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me and giving me and forgiving me of my sins, so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made, and I know I need you to help me live right. Your word says in Romans 10 verse 9, if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the Son of God and I confess you as my Saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am and work in my heart, making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you, Jesus, and I am so grateful to, grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in the new life with you today. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Naya <laughs> and Jaden. Now, if that was your first time praying the prayer of salvation, we would like to warmly welcome you into the family of God. It's the best decision that you'll ever make and um, <laughs> I would like to encourage you to join your local church online, read your Bible every single day 
listen to music that glorifies God, surround yourself with um, other believers, like-minded people, people proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord, and just remember that you are absolutely loved and so valued, and you made the best decision today to follow Christ. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye.